Hello and welcome to another episode of Working for the Weekend, Michigan Ross's podcast about the full-time hustle of a part-time MBA. My name is Lydia Saltzfus-Miller, and I can't wait to dive into this season. Our theme is uncertainty and journeys, very appropriate for our current macroeconomic climate, and hopefully this also resonates for anyone at any stage of their MBA journey. As always, if you like what you hear, make sure to give us a rating and comment on your favorite podcast app to help us reach a larger audience. You can always email us at weekendpod at umich.edu or DM us on Instagram at rosswftwpod. Thank you for listening and let's get started. In this episode, we are going to dive into a very fundamental question on many of our minds. Why get an MBA at all? Some say that the value of an MBA has declined. So now that we're in 2022, almost 2023, what makes this investment worthwhile? We'll hear from two guests on this topic. Christy Manili, a current Ross Weekend MBA too, and Suraj Kandakuri, a 2022 Ross alum. So Suraj, I'm so glad to have you on. I need to say right away to our listeners that Suraj was a past Working for the Weekend podcast host. So if his name and his voice sound familiar, that may be why. Suraj, thanks so much for being here. How has life been since graduation? Thanks for having me, Lydia. I'm stoked to be back. It's It's been a while since I've broken out the podcast mic, but it was an exciting morning for me. Life's been good. Life's been good. I actually left the MBA, moved to New York. Uh, I'm working in PwC now as a deals consultant, and it's been a great time, especially just out in New York. Good food. There's mountains nearby. Life's been good. That sounds awesome. Are you eating bagels for breakfast every day? Not bagels, but I think I have Korean barbecue, like way more than my bank account would like me to. <laughs> it's not cheap but it's so good. Oh my gosh. I'll have to come out to New York and you can take me out because I love Korean barbecue. For sure. Um, And Christy, thanks so much for joining us. How is semester five out of six treating you? Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on the podcast today. Semester five out of six is going really well. It's busy as always, um, but starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And we've kind of reached that great point where everybody is like the last exciting thing and we're celebrating a lot. It's fun. What are you going to do with your like first free weekend after the program ends? Travel somewhere really cool, hopefully. Thinking about different destinations, I love to travel. So definitely going to enjoy the free time, but we'll miss the cohort. We have a great group. Uh, Yeah, that's awesome. So before we move on, Christy, can you share your current role in your company? Yes, I'm a senior purchasing manager at Ford. Okay, great. We'll ask a little bit more about that later in the show too. So as I mentioned, our question today is why MBA? And not everybody answers this question the same way. Some people are looking for the credentials. Some really want the business education. Some want the network. Some want the opportunity to be recruited by top firms. And those are all valuable things, but there are other ways to build a network and other ways to learn about business. So today I want to explore what the particular value is in getting an MBA. So Christy, I'll start with you. You have a slightly more unique story since you're not looking to pivot. Can you share when you first started thinking about getting an MBA, what your considerations were? And what that path looked like that brought you here? Yeah, so I've been thinking about an MBA for a really long time, probably to 10 years. Um, I graduated from Michigan undergrad and had somewhat of an untraditional background. I majored in English and political science. I thought I was going to law school, but then realized there's a lot of lawyers in the world. And did I really want to do that as a career? So I got really lucky. I fell into a job I loved at Ford. 
I'm in purchasing. I, I love working with people. I'm a problem solver. I like to think critically. So I think all the things I liked in my prior background, I found in business. So really, I started at Ford right after undergrad eight years ago. And I knew having a non-traditional background that I wanted to get an MBA. I wanted to build up that work experience to make it applicable um, and have experiences to contribute to the classroom. But I knew that I wanted to have the academic complement to the professional experience I had. And really, Ross is an amazing program. I, I, I'm lucky that it's in the backyard, but I always wanted to come here and really have had a great experience so far. Yeah, it's, it's such a cool program. I'm with you on that. I'm a little biased, but that's so cool. And have you found during the program so far that your classes have applied to your work at Ford? It has. Yeah. I, I find every day something comes up. People use different terms that maybe I wasn't that familiar with. And I, I think about it that the experiences in the classroom are directly applicable to work. And I think one thing that's really interesting about Ross is the Sanger Leadership Program, where not just the hard technical skills classes, but the leadership development and all of the opportunities that Ross offers have been directly applicable to my work. And I think coming into the program, I knew I wanted to stay at Ford just because I like the family atmosphere and I like the work that I'm doing. So the pivot didn't make sense for me. Um, but I think Ross has definitely made me a more well-rounded leader in person. That's so awesome. I relate to the like well-rounded leader in person piece that you just said. I mean, I feel like my confidence has increased already and that's just in itself coming through in the work that I do. Do you want to be a leader someday in some in some fashion? I do, yeah. So... Coming into Ross, I, I was lucky to already be a people leader to a good-sized team. I had eight direct reports at the time. So I think I was a little bit of imposter syndrome as a new leader. I didn't really know what to expect or how to go about it. But I think Ross has really helped me with that, that it has built up my confidence. Like you said, I can really relate to that. And then it just challenges you to think in different ways. It exposes you to different people. And I think as a people leader, that has definitely helped me. And then I, I've recently gotten promoted to a different role um, and have a bigger team now. So I, I hope to continue to grow uh, with the company. And that's really why I'm here. Congratulations. Thank you. So, Suraj, what about you? Why did you choose to pursue an MBA? Do you relate to anything Christy said? And what were you hoping to achieve? Yeah, for sure. So I also had a non-traditional path. Christy, I can't say mine was quite as non-traditional as yours. <laughs> But up until the end of undergrad, I thought I'd go into med school. So took the MCAT, 150 hours of shadowing. I had a biochem major, that whole thing. But your MCAT score lasts for five years. And I basically decided before I go commit to this like 12-year thing, let me go try some other stuff, see what it's like, see if I enjoy anything. And through a series of job hops, I basically wound up in the nonprofit industry. I worked at an education nonprofit with first through sixth grade children, really enjoyed it. But I was like very much on the ground at that point. And I decided to go to Ross because I wanted to uh, go back into the nonprofit industry, but at a more managerial level. So if people have followed along since the beginning, I am not in a nonprofit right now. I'm actually doing M&A with a very big company, which is a total like 180 from where I started. But you know, one of the things I tell people is, an MBA is very expensive. You can go there to learn business, but that shouldn't be your primary reason because you can find that information online or in textbooks and so on, right? But for me, the motivation coming in was actually to 
like I said, go into that nonprofit managerial role. So I'm happy to talk a bit more about how and why I pivoted towards consulting. But yeah, that was kind of why I came into Ross in the beginning. Yeah, you're not the only one I've talked to who had a certain goal and then came to Ross and then saw sort of their world opening and was like, wait, I could do this. I could do this. What if I did this? So I'm also one of those people. Um, Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that shift was like in your brain, how that happened? Yeah, for sure. So when I came to Ross, and I think this is one of the biggest benefits of an MBA, um, I was able to take advantage of a lot of different programs, right? So whereas in the real world, you can't switch jobs every three months. So if you want to try a bunch of different things, like you're going to do it a year to two years here, a year to two years there, versus when you're at Ross, you're doing projects for classes, projects for clubs, uh, you do map. And so you're just very rapidly exposed to a lot of different industries, a lot of different functions. And for me, knowing that I wanted to go back into nonprofits at the time, I had done community consulting club. So I was a team lead there and I did the nonprofit board fellowship. And through those two experiences, I came to the realization that nonprofits weren't really what I wanted to do long-term. I think they're a really important part of the infrastructure. But for me, given that the revenue is not tied to the program, uh, it's more tied to the fundraising efforts. I decided that I didn't really want to spend my long-term career in that field. But through that process, Community Consulting Club, Board Fellowship, I really enjoyed the consulting process. And so that, that was kind of why I started to pivot slowly over to that industry. A lot of big companies now, they grow through acquisition. They don't always start organically. And so that piqued my interest a little bit as well. And so I was looking for places where I could do consulting in an M&A capacity. That's so cool. And just for our folks who are listening, could you talk a little bit about what this board fellowship opportunity was? Yeah. So the board fellowship was where they would put you on the board of a nonprofit as a non-voting member, and then you would execute on some sort of consulting project for that board. So for me, it was exposure, right? I got to see what like the board of a company does. And I got to work with really a phenomenal nonprofit, SOS. It's out in Yipsy. One of their services is like a homeless shelter, but they do a lot of different things. And the primary challenge that I faced with that project was I came in and I'm doing this consulting project, but for an executive director that has 20 plus years in that industry, right? So trying to find as an MBA student, as this external consultant, what value could I add to this person who already had a lot of experience was really an enriching process. And that's also what I do right now, day to day. I work with people who know their business really well, but still bring in this M&A knowledge or this other project management knowledge to help guide their process. But coming back to your question, sorry, about the fellowship, that, that's what it was. So for me, I basically ran a SWOT analysis for the nonprofit and helped them come up with inputs into their five-year planning process. That's awesome. That's I didn't even know that exists, so I might check that out too. Yeah, it was a great program for sure. Would highly recommend. And it sort of fits into what you were saying before about, you know, if you want all of this real-life experience, you can't just go get a job here and then two years later, go get a job here. I mean, you could, but it would take 15 years. So you could get an MBA and just dip your toes into these different experiences, but also in a, in a very real way. I mean, you had a real stake in this. You were really on that board. So it's not just an academic experience. Yeah. And what I would say is if someone's considering an MBA because 
they don't know what they want to do, it's probably not ideal because again, there's an opportunity cost there. It's not necessarily cheap. But if you have an idea of here's the general field I want to work in or like a function, right? I want to work in finance, but I don't know which industry or vice versa. I know an industry, but I don't know exactly which function I want to work in. If you have like an idea of where you want to be, you can come in and tailor your MBA experience. So you're getting rapid exposure in multiple different companies, in multiple different projects, and use that to come out not only more well-rounded, both from like a business perspective, but as Christy mentioned, also like a leadership perspective and, and some of these other ways but also with a little bit more experience and a better idea of where you want to go. So another reason that a lot of folks choose to get an MBA rather than just go on to Coursera or Moodle or just like read a bunch of Investopedia articles is that they want the community learning experience. And I think for me, the program at Ross, the weekend program and the cohort-based learning style was a big draw. Did you, either of you think about that as you were searching for an MBA program? And do either of you want to speak to that? I did. Yeah, I would say I, knowing I wanted to stay at Ford, I focused on programs that were in the immediate area. But I would say the weekend program at Ross, the cohort experience is really why I'm here. I think the academic experience is great. You can get all that and Googling things yourself, getting a lot of the information. But I think what I've learned the most from is just the speakers that professors have brought in, my classmates' real life experience. And there's something really powerful about going through the program together. I think at times it's really difficult. It's challenging, but you're kind of all facing the same thing at the same time. And then you become really close as a class and learn together. It's a great experience. Yeah, I I think it creates a mentality and a set of skills that are actually very useful in a corporate environment, if that's where people are headed. I tend to be very social, but I am very much an introvert. But during the two years, I you know, made an effort to branch out, get to know people, get to know who they were as actual individuals, hobbies, family, that kind of stuff, but also a little bit more about their job, right? Like Chrissy was talking about people are giving examples in class and you can go ask them more about what they were doing, that type of thing. And I've found that now that I'm at a much larger company, I've continued that process where I might not necessarily have an assigned cohort, although I am very close with my intern cohort uh, that I started with. But I've kind of built a little community, so to speak, of just connections with people that I've reached out to. And it's just a good mentality. It builds that like relationship focus into your career, which I think is awesome. Yeah, thanks for answering that. It's definitely different being in a class of 50 or 100 than it is to be in a class of 1,000 or 5,000. So so I want to ask just kind of directly, you guys have both spoken to this already, but for anyone out there considering an MBA, I'd love for each of you to answer the question, why get an MBA and what are the reasons it might be a good fit or not a good fit for somebody? Um, Like we said, it's very expensive. It's a big time commitment. It's a lot of work. So can you kind of just answer that directly for anybody who might be considering it from your your point of view? Sure. Yeah, I think the MBA is a great um, way to meet new people. Um, I think you learn a lot from others, as we've already talked about. But I think if you're kind of just going into the experience to check a box, thinking that you need an MBA to advance in your company or to pivot to something else, I don't think it's the right fit because really it is a big commitment. You do have to have some level of focus as to how are you going to hone in your overall MBA experience to be something that you really will benefit from and that will help you grow in your career. 
But I think YMBA, it is still a very valuable degree that gives you a lot of exposure to different academic areas, different people, different experiences. And I think the one thing that's really great about Ross is they really tailor an experience that not only builds up the classes that you take, but also things like MAP offer real-world applicability that you can take to your career and try something different and really challenge yourself to grow your thinking and move forward in a different way. So I would say MBA is really an all-around, well-rounded, good degree, and it is still valuable in companies. At Ford, they told me I needed an MBA, and I see the benefit of it and why companies really value it. Yeah, I think if you are not interested in getting an MBA and you just want the credential and you go do it, you're going to have kind of a miserable time also. Because <laughs> I've i even noticed that the weekends when I'm tired and I go to class and I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed or I haven't gotten enough sleep, it's hard to focus and the class drags by. But if I'm prepared for class and I'm well rested and I'm going in with energy... I just am so excited to see my new friends in my cohort. I am really engaged. The class flies by. Um, so it's sort of <laughs> choose your own journey that way. If you're in there for the right reasons, you're going to have a lot of fun and get a lot out of it. Um, and if you're not, you're probably going to drop out pretty quickly because you're going to be like, this is so much work and I'm miserable. Um, for those who don't know, uh, MAP is Multidisciplinary Action Project that everybody who's in the weekend program gets to do in the third semester of their first year. So I'm gearing up for that right now. I think the the list will drop in a couple of weeks. So I'm really looking forward to that. But you actually go on site with a business and some of them are international. So that's what Christy was speaking about there. Yeah, I, my uh, MAP project was actually really great. We worked with Owens Corning on a very interesting problem statement. So basically, the blades on windmills eventually break and they get landfilled. And so Owens Corning, being a company that makes fiberglass, they were looking for a way to turn that waste into like a more profitable business stream and avoid landfilling. Super open-ended problem statement, very bizarre. My on-site was all the way out in exotic Toledo, Ohio. So that part maybe was a little less of a perk, but but very interesting project. Lydia, before I, I go into my like, why an MBA? I also just like really related to what you're saying about when you get into class and you see your friends, really, not just your classmates, but like your friends for the first time in like two weeks. It's just such an, like, an electric moment, you know, at that start of that weekend. It's always like so fun. And I do miss that feeling a lot. Yeah, it's even better than I expected. Ross people are so fun. Oh, they are for sure. Um, okay, so for me, when people ask me this question, why an MBA? Because I have been asked a lot in the last two years, since two years, one, I guess a year, it feels like it's been <laughs> a lot in the last year since I graduated, I guess a year and a half, I'll split the difference. I always tell people there's really two reasons why you should consider an MBA. One is what Christy's doing, where you're in a role and you're looking to make a jump and an MBA is required for that jump, Right. The second is what I was mentioning earlier. You're looking to explore or pivot in your career with certain constraints, with an idea of where you want to go. So I think if you fall into one of those two buckets, an MBA is really a good fit for you. If you're just looking for the credentials, I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but there are definitely cheaper programs, programs that are not Ross that might just be a better fit. Like full transparency, I just don't think if you're just looking for letters after your name, that's probably a better option. 
The other reason you shouldn't be going to get your MBA, as I mentioned earlier, is like purely to increase your business knowledge, right? Because while that does happen at Ross, again, it's just not the best approach to doing it. But I really want to emphasize like, you know, on the, on the jumping point, I think it's a little bit more straightforward. I think Ford, Krista, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Ford and some other companies, they actually pay for you to go get your MBA. And so like, it's more of like you kind of have some direction in that chance, right? If you're just looking to explore and make a pivot, obviously there's many MBA programs out there. And so the one piece of advice I'd give to people as they're considering different programs, and one of the reasons why I chose Ross is to actually look at what companies recruit out of that program. Not every MBA program is made equal in that sense. And I know that some of my friends that went to other programs, when it came to recruiting season, they were applying to companies like PwC where we didn't recruit on their campus. And so they had to basically apply as an external hire. And it really didn't make their life any easier from a recruiting perspective. So Ross is great in that, you know, everything from, I'm, I'm going to talk to the consulting world here because that's the one I recruited in, but anything from McKinsey to PwC to like some of the smaller consulting boutique firms, they all recruit there. It just makes your life a lot easier during the recruiting process. Is while this isn't necessarily like, a key benefit going in again, like just thinking about the the perks of an MBA, it made me much better at networking in a more genuine way. One example is while you're going through the recruiting process, you have to learn to give your odyssey, right? Your self-introduction basically. And now when I'm in any sort of professional environment, I'm able to give that introduction much more succinctly. I now have the skill set around like just building multiple relationships, deepening over time. How do you check in with someone without, you know, being kind of an extra time burden on them, those types of things? The other thing it really taught me is to think in frameworks. As a consultant, at least, I find that immensely helpful. It's really been invaluable for me. And, and that comes from, you know, in classes, you're applying different frameworks and so on. But even as I structure a presentation for a client, for example, I think about how to take the information that I'm trying to give them and then fit it into a framework. And that's just something that I came out of Ross with that's been really invaluable. Great answer. Thank you. Yeah. So as we close up, I want to ask you to give some advice to a prospective student. Um, as a prospective student, I was like trying to find advice anywhere I could find it because I felt very confused and overwhelmed by the whole process. But say they take your good advice and figure out, yes, an MBA is the right next step for me. How do you figure out which one? Could you just answer briefly how how you guys thought a little bit about the research into, I mean, you just spoke to that, Suraj, in saying like, who's going to recruit there? That's a really important question and one that I actually didn't consider at all. Anything else that folks should consider or a, a good place to start when you're trying to look at all of these programs and figure out which one is the right one for you? Yeah, I would say quality of education was a big one for me. I think I was honest with myself that I really wanted a top-tier program, which Ross definitely fits with that. I did not want an online program. So I think one big distinguishment between a lot of different programs that prospective students look at is like we talked about earlier, do you really want that cohort in-person experience? Are you prepared to make the in-person commitment? Or are you looking for something that's a little bit more flexible? So I think when you're approaching the MBA decision, that's a really critical point because you really need to commit and know that for the next two years, this is going to be something that you want to do. And then similar to what we talked about earlier, I would say the relationship aspect was really big for me. Ross is a community. I think people are willing to help each other. There are a lot of great experiences that you can take advantage of on campus. And I think 
as a person has a decision to make of all the different programs that are out there, I think what really sets Ross apart is that it's not just a degree, it's an overall experience. And it's really up to the student to take advantage of as many of those opportunities as they can. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with all that, Christy. And I guess the theme that you've probably seen in my answer is really just get to know your reasons for why you're doing an MBA and be really specific about what you want out of it before you go in and use that to figure out, you know, what companies recruit at the school, what professors are at that school, and do they have a background that sounds really interesting to you? What clubs and other programs can you take advantage of there? One of the things about Ross is there's tons of clubs, right? And, and I think I signed up for like 32 in the beginning, but eventually what? narrowed it down to my, no, not literally, <laughs> but you know, it was a lot. I remember at one point I sat down, I like calculated the number of hours I would need to commit to like the things I was signed up for and then the things that I also was thinking about signing up for and it was well over 80 and, and I had to dial back. But uh, it's really a wonderful thing that you're not just plugging into, I guess, not just Ross, but also University of Michigan, right? So you just have access to this wide range of clubs and programs and um, study abroad was something that unfortunately got canceled because of COVID, but it was something that I had applied for. And so the more you know about why you're doing your MBA, the more you can look into all these factors, recruiting, professors, clubs, and so on. So just going into it, have a direction, have a goal in mind. And then I would say almost counterintuitively also just be open as you're going through those experiences. Classmates will expose you to new things. Recruiting process will expose you to new things. And, you know, don't be so rigid in that you're unable to take on a new path or a new way of thinking while you're there and just enjoy it. It's really fun. Honestly, like if I could do a second MBA, I would. <laughs> Maybe I'll just pretend I don't have one go back at some point. I love it. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. So thank you so much for participating in this episode. I had so much fun getting to know both of you. And thank you to all the listeners who tuned in today. Working for the Weekend is sponsored by the University of Michigan Ross School of Business. The host of this episode was myself, Lydia Stoltzfus Miller. The executive producer are Bob Needham and Ayush Mundra. And Jonah Brockman did the editing for this episode. Thanks again to all of our guests, and thank you for listening. See you next time on Working for the Weekend. Are you ready?